0: ¡Eh! Hello, this is Minute 8 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Joel Torres, your host, and with me is Spencer Seams. Hello. And Sarah Roberts. Hi. Today's minute begins with Cher leaving her class as the bell rings already on her cell phone talking to Dee, Mm -hmm. and ends with the first appearance of Paul Rudd with his head stuck in the refrigerator. Anything sticks out, Major, from this minute that you guys want to hit right off the bat?
1: Uh, Paul Rudd, or Josh, whatever, he's wearing a plaid shirt and, like, long pants, but it looks way too hot to be wearing that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does.
1: I, I, am I crazy for thinking that? Like, it, like well, this looks like it would be way too hot to be wearing, like, a plaid, not plaid, like, a flannel shirt like that in california
2: it was too hot yeah it i i had flannels back then too and it was cool to wear them so i wore them but they they were way too hot especially in southern california to wear to school or whatever
0: they're inside uh share's dad's gigantic mansion maybe it's just super air-conditioned you know really? i mean she walks around in scler- uh, scraps of clothing so you <laughs> can tell
1: can tell. Well, she's just fashionable, Joel.
2: Calvin Klein said it looked good.
1: <laughs> yes, that's
2: true. That's, <laughs> I love yeah. this movie so much. I just have to put that out there. Probably one of my favorite one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I have three three younger sisters, and we all watched it together. Mm-hmm. All four of us like have it memorized.
1: Now that was your um, like big like uh, family movie. With them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, with them, that was... Uh,
0: it's just a special mo- movie inside the house, eh?
2: I think so. I'm not particularly girly, but I think all of my sisters just really enjoyed it a lot.
1: Well, I introduced the world of Donald Faison, so that's good. What? Are you sure that's a good thing? I mean, Donald Faison? Come on. He's Who's great.
2: He's,
1: He's
0: um He's uh, scrubs. <laughs> He's a good oh, yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. He's, keep, he's keeping yes. around. Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm breaking
2: through the other minute. Sorry.
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yes. He he makes a lot of terrible moves in TV shows, but he's really the best part in a lot of it.
0: Uh, Donald Faison is not in this minute. Uh, let's talk about cell phones. Now, when she gets off the, off the class, obviously she's right away on her cell phone. I found that the phones that they're using in this uh, movie are actually quite small, like smaller than mm-hmm. I would have thought they would have been.
1: I thought I it was kind like, of funny seeing the old yeah. cell phones. I kind of remember seeing those as a kid, thinking those were super cool. And seeing yeah. it now, it's like, oh, those are so lame. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, rich kid things. You must have had it in her bag or something.
2: Yeah, they're definitely dated. They they look uh, They look really old. Yep. But everything they had in this movie was like the richest, fanciest kind of its time when they made it. <laughs>
1: This is going back a little bit, but uh, before we see share's uh, computer with like the most up-to-date program of like her clothes, and this mm-hmm. looks like it's like a like a a, um, a game app for your cell phone now.
2: Yeah, some
0: sort of brats program.
1: Yeah,
2: it does. <laughs>
0: so the I, I like the hallway shot when she's mm-hmm. out there on the phone, and then she meets up with D because mm-hmm. we get to see a ton of different fashion going on, not mm-hmm. just what her and Dee are wearing, but, you know, all the kids in the background, like, uh, nothing Mm -hmm. actually really stood out for me other than what they were wearing, but there's just a whole bunch of
1: 90s going on. Okay, so, is Dee wearing a stupid hat in this scene? (laughs) She wears a lot of stupid hats, I can't remember if it's this scene or not.
2: I don't think she is in this one. I think she is later and earlier, (sighs) but not in this scene, I don't think.
1: Because hmm. in one of our minutes, she's wearing a really stupid hat I want to talk about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's the one when they're in contempo casuals.
0: Good example of uh, Cher's vocabulary. Also, she says ballistic, which is not a word I used when I was a teenager. Yeah, I don't I, know what it was.
1: It's shares kind of interesting because she's kind of playing like she's supposed to be like a dumb popular girl, but her vocabulary is very it's like college level vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And like she throws in like I don't know if you've watched Twilight Zone, but Rod Serling intros are filled with like words like ballistic and. It's, like, these long five-syllable words that normal people never say. <laughs> and dialogue like, narration reminds me of, like, sometimes a Rod Serling-type talking where it's, like, he's trying to show off all the big words he knows, but... It's not to a point where losing me. is kind of like, oh, she's smarter than you realize. You you know, that makes me think of uh,
0: legally blonde, right? You, uh-huh. you just make an assumption based on the way that person looks that yeah. she must be dumb and this person actually is intelligent when she wants to be or, or she's not stupid. That's the thing. I, you know, did she learn those big words from her dad because he's a lawyer or something?
2: No, it's because she reads a book to improve her vocabulary. Oh, remember they have to—they have a book of the week or whatever. Well, oh, that but, hasn't
0: happened yet. Okay, so we can't sorry. talk about it.
2: Um, then
0: scratch it from the record.
2: Then what I'll say is I—I I know a lot about this movie, and I've read interviews and watched like the bonus materials and stuff, and um. I think that the writer of this movie wrote it in this specific way with this kind of, uh, vernacular mm-hmm. because, um, she thought that it would be funny. And the kids that were actually like kids when they were acting it out, they didn't even understand what they were saying some <laughs> of the time. The actors, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, I guess I'm not supposed to talk about other minutes. No. So let me think about this. Um,
0: Let's go on, shall yes. we? Yes. So we get an outside shot of the mansion that she lives in, and it is a mansion, right? I mean, maybe it's a Mick mansion, but it's it's a huge house, yes. like three cars.
1: Like, is her dad like a lawyer to celebrities? Is it ever mm-hmm. like expressly uh, discussed who his clients are to explain that huge house?
2: No. They say how much he gets paid an hour to argue, but they don't say who for.
1: Mm. Mm. Cause like based off their house, I would think it's he has to have like George Clooney as a client or something. Right, <laughs>
2: O.J. Simpson or some millionaires. He, I don't it's know not O.J.
1: you don't see little Kim K. Once we get inside the house, we see an
0: enormous painting of Cher's mother. Who I don't is—is is that a bad painting, or is it, or am I a jerk?
2: It's like someone took a photograph of Alicia Silverstone, and then uh, they said to somebody, do a painting, but make it look like it's her a little bit older in, like, the 70s. It looks like
0: Olivia Newton-John to me, if any, you know.
2: Yeah, it does kind of. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Yeah, apparently she's a Betty, which is... Have you ever heard anyone say Betty out in the wild? Ever. Is that a Archie comics thing? Probably, it okay. must be. I was thinking Flintstones, but that makes a lot more sense.
1: Because, like, is Betty the blonde one in Archie? I've never read Archie. I kind of Betty, Betty. is the blonde one. Yeah. Okay.
0: Veronica is the brunette.
1: Oh well, of course. does not like that. Yeah. She's from okay. Mars too. Anyway, this movie it kind of treats death weird like it's kind of treats death kind of lightly with like there's a, there's a suicide joke in like the minute before where is gonna jump out the window and then like a, the whole thing with her mom is kind of i don't know it's kind of like a, like the world seems kind of sinister a little bit to me yeah like i wrote in my notes this movie could turn very dark at any moment but it somehow doesn't and it stays keeps a slight like funny tone even though there's this weird kind of underbelly to all of it. Like,
2: That's true. You know,
1: they take the edge off of the death joke by saying she died during a
0: routine liposuction. It's like, you can't... You have to laugh at that because yeah. she thinks it's, like, totally normal. It's like, not, no, not everybody gets liposuction. <laughs> and I hope people don't normally die.
2: <laughs> I think they get that from Emma from, like, the original story because in that period they would talk about late relatives and things like that mm-hmm. and it wouldn't it wouldn't be a big deal because maybe you know people were dying more often but um maybe they didn't want to leave that detail out that mm-hmm. her mom had died but they just wanted to lighten the mood about it i don't know mm-hmm.
1: and emma um, is the main character's mom dead
2: yeah oh. it's her and her dad
0: so uh, after we get done with the painting, uh, we see Cher applying makeup to herself, and we hear music that doesn't fit into what has been going on so far. If you ask me, got "Fake Plastic Tree" by Radiohead. Trees. Trees, plural. I'm sorry, I wrote it down <laughs> wrong.
2: <laughs> That's me, okay. I
0: correct that. As you can tell, Sarah is also a fan of Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't you notice something weird about the makeup, or she was doing something? Particular.
2: She was plain. She was using a lip brush to put on some lipstick and blend in like a dark lip liner, but her makeup looks different in this scene than it does in most of the rest of the movie. Yeah, I noticed a lot of details. We talked about like the necklace and stuff. I think. For a second. Yeah, and she's like, going, wow, wow, wow. That is her line. <laughs> about Radiohead. Which I've heard a million times.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what's weird is if you look in the reflection of the uh-huh. mirror, her fireplace is lit.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe so, it was cold Yeah, that maybe day. it was cold. <laughs> but
1: it looks so sunny in, like, L.A., it doesn't it? Yeah. It just feels like owning a long sleeve shirt in L.A. would just be like, a waste of money to me. It's all about how you look.
0: You're going to look like somebody who comes from Seattle. You wear a long sleeve shirt.
1: Yeah, I guess, but if it's like 90 degrees out, then it's come on, let's wear a tank top or something. Be sensible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's It's not Paul Rudd's scene. She heads downstairs, she uh, goes straight into the kitchen, and mm-hmm. there's somebody with his head stuck in the fridge just looking yeah. for something. Now, we know it's Paul Rudd, but it's essentially whoa, whoa, whoa. Like a, a cabbie. Yes. It is? It's not Nick Nolte. I'm uh-huh. sorry.
1: <laughs> Podcast
0: over. We well, don't know what he's doing in there.
2: A person just has their head in the refrigerator, and mm-hmm. we don't know who that person is in this minute. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, yeah. So, <laughs> nothing. Nah, I'm out of notes for this one. Oh, yeah. never mind. I just remembered. The, oh, please. the portrait of the mom looks like uh, I'm getting her name wrong, but Wendy Clevin something from Reno, Reno 911. The blonde cop. Mm. Can you remember her name offhand? Mm-mm. No. You I'm talking about?
2: No, I'm, I'm trying to remember. She's on to
1: Goldbergs. She's the mom in that show. I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know the actress's name.
0: I like, can look has, it up, but I, I don't I can totally like...
1: say that. Anyway, that's all I thought. I also thought Amy Poehler first. So I could, like, no, no.
0: No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about it?
1: wait is this the first appearance of wallace sean
0: no he was uh he was in the minute before oh right because he's he, in debate class. he shows up at the debate scene and then oh, okay. when he's handing out credit uh credit cards he's <laughs> handing out report cards <laughs> these kids are so rich they get credit cards instead of grades <laughs> this one's only got a 500 hundred dollar limit <laughs> you must have done terrible in this class
2: yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else I noticed. In the first one she's wearing like a like one of her twin set kind of outfits and so is D. That's this minute, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. She's walking along. Let me way. get
2: my head straight here. Um yeah, and then she's wearing like a see through like button up shirt when she goes back home.
0: Oh, really tanked up. Yeah.
2: So that one is kind of like wearing a tank top because she's got like this like mesh thing over it.
0: Yeah. She's got a not a full cross, but kind mm-hmm. of a cross at the end of her necklace too. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where she's got it in the
1: scene? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm
2: trying to think it of... It seems
1: like every few mesh is a, is a costume change.
2: There is. <laughs>
1: Like, like, in my notes, I wrote, like, at least six times a new outfit. Oh, yeah. Let's see. If
0: there's anything else we want to talk about here, I think we're done with the minute. Yeah. When was the first time you saw Clue, Spencer?
1: Um, I want to say high school. As on TV a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it, and being like, this is a dumb movie. I have nothing else to do. I'll watch <laughs> it. And I watched it, and I was like, this is a fun movie. I like it. And yeah. I've only seen, I haven't watched it in full in years, but if it's on, I will stop and watch like ten minutes or so because that's just yeah. a really fun movie.
0: Yeah, it's got so many like collected good scenes that you could even just take separately and be like, "Oh yeah, that was." I'm really glad I watched that. Okay, I gotta go. You know, <laughs> you don't have to see the entire movie; you just watch you know separate parts.
1: I even I remember watching the TV series because, like, I think ABC Family played it after after it failed after one season or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that was good, but I don't want to revisit it. No, because I revisited no. some other shows I liked as a kid, like and, and I realized this was a mistake. I yeah, just stick with what you know. Yeah.
2: I really wanted to like that TV show, but it was so bad. Yeah, I mean it. It had the possibility of being good, but...
1: and and Valent on.
2: Yeah, and it had what Wallace Shawn too.
1: No, oh, I don't think it did. No.
2: Who who else was on it? That was it. The guy, the skater guy. I don't know what his Rick name is. Myers? Was he on the TV no, show? No, I don't
0: think so. Mm. I have no idea. There I...
2: were there were a couple of people that were on the show.
0: Brittany was, Murphy? St- Stacey Dash? Maybe. Mitch McConnell?
2: Sorry, I can't remember.
0: Mitch McConnell? I'm running out of places. <laughs> the turtle <laughs> Manor That's a senator? Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> let's finish this up with
1: a <laughs> here. Uh, do you have
0: any plugs you want to do, Spencer? Plug anything you're doing right now?
1: Uh, this seems interesting, where I... Write about weird history stuff. It's at rindwithnuri dot com. It's really fun. The newest one, well, by time today it'll be last month. Is about the first samurai that go to Europe. He met the Pope, and the Pope made him an honorary uh, nobleman of Rome. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember that happening. Well, it did happen. Just people don't like to talk about it for some oh, reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, to keep those samurais in their place. <laughs> the Pope loved them. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i love you jimbo you're you're
0: an honorary person
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope oh there's a podcast i heard of called please don't send me an outer space it's pretty good
0: mm, never heard of it sounds <laughs> like garbage uh, sarah and i are the two of the hosts on the podcast please don't send me an outer space which is a weekly science fiction and fantasy movie podcast where we talk about one movie every week and you know, we just kinda goof around, you know, the some of them we love, some of them we dislike, but we just try to have fun with the conversations. Last week, uh well, by the time this comes out, it'll be in a while, but we just got done watching DuckTales the movie. That that came out a while ago. Coming up later, we're gonna be watching things like The Fly, uh, which running, Fly, the OG or uh, the, the Classic. Hulk. I um, haven't seen that one yet. Uh, me neither. I've seen the global one. But mm-hmm. That one's coming up pretty soon. Uh, yeah, if you uh, are interested, we you can find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash p-d-m-s-i-o-s. Oh, wait. I did that wrong. <laughs> Please don't send me into outer space. P-d-s-m-i-o-s. hmm And we post the new episodes up there every week.
1: Yeah, check out episode 12, Doppelganger. Yeah. Good episode. That's seriously
2: one of my favorite episodes. (laughs) Thank you for the recommendation. Oh, you're welcome.
1: (laughs) I love that movie.
0: Oh, thank you, Spencer. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. And uh, that'll be wrapping up for Minute 8. We'll see you next episode, (laughs) which we'll talk about Minute 9. It's going to be the three of us again. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Bye. Later. Later.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. Executive produced and hosted by Joel Torres with my guests Spencer Seams and Sarah Roberts. Follow us on Facebook at As If the Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. And follow us on Instagram, As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcasting app of your choice. Please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.